What's up, everybody? This is Keith Borg from AL13, and welcome to The Project Show. Every week, Adele and I sit down with the industry's top architects, developers, GCs, and installers to learn about their projects. If you want to learn the ins and outs of construction, tune in to Hashtag Your Projects. We're live right now, and we're, uh, uh, my name is Keith. You got Adele here? Who do you got? And, we're at, and uh, Murray. Yeah. Murray. And we're a uh, third episode of Hashtag Your Projects. Uh, we're fortunate to uh, have uh, a tremendous team at AL13. And today we're, we have Murray Hone here with us, who is our product manager. And we're going we're gonna to talk about, a little bit about history of AL13. Uh, we're excited to give everybody some more insight on how maybe how we started and uh, where we are now and uh, and how the product has evolved and over time. Absolutely. So, Murray, Absolutely. let us uh, know. Firstly, love what you guys are doing. Uh, I think this is uh, awesome just in the construction industry just to have, um, you know, a time where we can chat. Um, I have a lot of good ideas. This was not one of mine, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, de- definitely appreciate uh, having me uh, having me on just to chat. So um, yeah, I just uh, you guys brought me on. We're going to talk a little today about uh, evolution, the evolution. Uh, well, hold, before we get there, before uh, we get there, you when did you start with AL13? Yeah. Like where? Yeah. Where did Murray Hone? Murray Hone. Get in the picture. Murray Hone. That's a great question. Yeah, so, I'm getting hot just talking about. Oh, we don't have to. It's getting hot in here. <laughs> Oh, all right, all right, all right. This, this could get okay. serious. Very good, very good. That's hey, it. <laughs> there you go. There you go. There we go. And Murray's uh, been on camera for about four hours today because he had a training session with a, a group out of Colorado, which went really well. And thank you for that again. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Cut yeah. this guy awesome. some slack. Yeah. 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 Um, but great question. Uh, where I started in AL13, I was. Um, Probably about almost eight years ago now, seven and a half years ago, uh, good friends with uh, the founders. Um, I was, at the time, I was um, bartending, kind of finishing up university. Uh, I was also um, university by day, uh, working by night, kind of always doing some, you know, some side jobs, some odd jobs, and uh, ended up getting connected through uh, one of the directors again to... um, uh, to a local company called Vindegard, and I was building custom uh, custom wine cellars. Uh, just as the time that uh, the the founders are, uh, of the uh, sorry founders of AL13 were were getting AL13 going, um, so uh, Dan, Ken, and Anthony, uh, all you know, all all friends, all acquaintances of mine, they kind of started the uh, started the process off. Um, and at that time, currently, it was in Calgary, Alberta. Okay, um, that's where it all started. And uh, basically, I was doing a lot of flying between Vancouver and Calgary and um, working with the guys. And uh, basically, uh, maybe about three, four months after we, uh, we initially had started talking, um, we'd sold a bunch of products, done a bunch of things. I've always been a kind of a hands-on person. Um, and uh, they, they, they offered, me a, offered me a position, so I was technically employee number one. Uh, offered me a position and starting off it was basically a day rate it was uh, show up you know uh, whatever the day rate was whenever they needed me so it was kind of like an on-call job cool Um, so did that for probably I'm gonna say four to six months ish 
somewhere in there. Installing uh, jobs. It, yeah, a little bit of a little bit of uh, training jobs. A little bit of um, uh, actually installing when we initially initially started the uh, company before uh, before they uh, I guess the founders realized uh, that it was a system or something that could be you know multiplied and scaled across North America. Uh, it was more of a product that they were intending to use. Um, um, to actually install locally in the Calgary area uh, in a competition to ACM panel and very quickly I think the uh, the light turned on and said hey like we have a not only just a product we have a system and this system can be repeated throughout North America and so very quickly when we kind of realized okay we don't want to control this product we want to let it out in the market and sell the product. Yeah. That was basically the the time that I'm like, okay, I left the company I was currently with and jumped on uh, jumped on board full time with AL13. And uh, truth be told, I remember my very first day on the job. I showed up. Uh, I, I was familiar with the system. Never saw it. Never installed it. Just just uh, you know, uh, let's say AutoCAD drawing some pictures and stuff like that. So I remember my very first day on the job was uh, be about 2011, 2012. Uh, they sent me on a plane to Terrace, BC, and they said, "I want you to teach these guys how to install the product." Perfect. And I said, "Hey, I've never, yeah. I've never." One problem with this, yeah, I've thrown never, in the fire. Yeah, I've never, uh, I've never installed the product before. And, and they said, "Oh, no problem. You only got these parts. This is where this goes. This is where this goes. Go for it." And so my first day uh, before installing, I was training. Wow. So um, yeah, that was approximately. How did uh, that training session go? It was. It was really. <laughs> That's good. a good question, yeah, actually. Really Do we want to get into that, did guys? Did we win? We did. We did. It we was a. Win. It was a. Uh, it was a successful, successful project. Uh, I do remember kind of a couple of the quirks moving along. Was you know an installer would ask you a question that I. It was a legitimate, great question. I don't have an answer to it, uh, so I would be like, I'm like, uh, excuse me, I gotta. Got to go to the uh, the men's room for a second. I'd go run back and I I call the call the founders from there, and I'm like they're asking this, and so I'd have a kind of a little brainstorming session in the you know when I'm in the blue room, and uh, yeah, come back and okay, so what we need to do, and you, you know you kind of you kind of paint the picture, but of let the, me but paint the portrait. So so, I think I want the viewers to understand. I think the light came on, and correct me if I'm wrong, but the light really clicked on as a solution-based product. Yeah. And sure. that's why it was scaled so well, right? Like yeah. we had a solution to a problem, yeah. whether it was price or longevity or whatever the case may be, there's finally something out there that a homeowner or whoever it is can can utilize and have a longevity um, of their product or their yeah. siding, whatever you want yeah, to call it. And, and, and you know, the, the one thing is is, is that we, we have to understand that the founders were installers. Exactly. They were, they were, they yeah. were Siding contractors out of Calgary, and they they wanted to get into this ACM game, and uh, they found a way to make it happen, yeah, and they realized, um, it, you know, yeah, it's a, it's really an interesting story, actually. The the the, the true, uh, I guess, the the start or the conception of the company. Um, we first um, when we first started, we were initially playing. We we loved the idea of aluminum composite panel. Yeah. Uh, we loved the idea of on-site fabrication. We were trying to figure out how to do those two. So. Um, how, how it basically came to be is there was a, uh, as you mentioned, the, the founders were siding installers or contractors before. Um, there was a, a job in the uh, Marta Loop area in Calgary um, and part of their, part of their uh, siding contract, the guy was looking for ACM panel siding. And they said, "Hey, no problem. We can, you know, we can do that too. Why not?" Yeah. And so uh, they went to go even look and source and try to find a place to purchase ACM. 
And uh, that's when, I'm, I'm gonna say this is the start of when the light turned on is, you know, when they approached the only person that was actually, you know, licensed to sell uh, a Luca bond, let's say, or one of, the, one of the other ACM manufacturers in Calgary, um, when they went to go approach them, not only could they not get the product, uh, but they, the, the company said, "Oh well, who, who are you? Uh, you know, who are you? What, what's this project? I haven't heard of it." And they're, "Oh, it's a custom house here and here." Oh. So it ended up that not only could they not get the product, but the company that they went to go access ACM panel took it from underneath them. Took it from underneath Woo! them and ended up doing it. Because so, at the time it was regionally fabricated, you could only buy ACM through a regional fabricator. Hundred percent. Right? The names that we all know. Hundred percent. So. so it was licensed. So I, I can say, you know, what AL thirteen has done is. They have opened the ACM market up to uh, it, to the general public or contractors. Uh, I'm going to say as general public um, um, to general contractors and contractors. Instead of having to have you place an order, only one or two guys in a province could actually access the product, fabricate the product, bring the product to its site, and install it. So it was they were a one-stop shop, and uh, basically they would sell panel. Uh, you know, to to other or to certain contractors, but if the job was good enough, they'd take, they'd it. take it. And if they didn't want the job, they'd say, "Okay, well, here's your price." You know, here's your price, and there was no reference point uh, to anything else. So the start of AL13, I'm going to say, was uh, in revolt to that, or like, what the heck? Yeah, like, just know? a solution to the problem. Yeah, it's it's a solution, right? To the it's problem. a solution. Yeah, to because the I mean, before AL13 or or any of our premium, you know, products. You only had a few options, and those options were inviolable, especially in a place like BC when you got rain six months out of the year. You know, you're painting on site, and you're getting third-party guys to come in and, you know, put a warranty on a product that's not even theirs. Yeah. Right. So. Yeah. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Yeah. So um, that was that was um, yeah that was I'm going to say the that's when the light the light came on and 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 then uh, in in Calgary. Um, we were, you know, we were working in Calgary. We actually had a very, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to guesstimate maybe about a thousand foot, uh, square foot warehouse space slash office. And, and uh, we, we worked out of there for a while. And uh, I'm not really sure the determining factor, but uh, very quick, maybe it's the weather. I don't know. I'm not a, I mean, <laughs> uh, but, uh, we can maybe, leave it up to discussion. Yeah, we'll leave that up to discussion, <laughs> but uh, decided that uh, Vancouver was going to be uh, home office. And uh, probably after maybe maybe no more than a year and a half, uh, home office uh, moved to Vancouver. Hmm, excellent. I think I think the main reason for Vancouver that I understand is the I five corridor is a major corridor for our growth in, in the U S. And uh, that is that is our that is you know obviously Canada is as well is our bread and butter. And but going down that I five corridor is a, is a Perfect uh, centric circles down. As, yeah, as a yeah, hundred percent. As a as a transport hub, Vancouver yeah. makes uh, a lot know, of makes, sense. Makes a lot of yeah. sense. Calgary's got a bunch of uh, bunch of mountains that really restrict it. <laughs> yeah, coming west. to say the least. Yeah, and uh, and truth be told, for a system uh, a system we were trying to develop, um, basically Vancouver, uh, due to the rain, as you did mention usually has um, you know usually building code especially when it comes to like water and water management it usually comes based out of Vancouver problems that's right uh, so the leaky condos all that stuff uh, the debacle we had in Vasbury 15 years ago now uh, but construction you know building code has changed because of that and Vancouver is actually um, in North America leader in you know uh, things like rain screen technologies uh, which AL 13 is 
uh, and basically, yeah, basically water management yeah. to uh, you know con control that flow. As as you know, we we get a lot of that here. So. Yeah, and <laughs> we have some great great um, building envelope consultants. Definitely. Uh, um, you know, I'm not not knocking anybody else in North America, but definitely we've been involved with some really amazing people that have been tried and tested in this in this town. Absolutely, it's, uh, it's important. And there's 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 areas where you know you sell you you know you pitch the feature of of rain screen and they look at you like you're half retarded. You know what I mean? Like they don't even know what I'm talking about. Yeah. You know? Oh, you know we don't need strapping. We don't need this. We don't need rain screen. But I've noticed in the last four years, yeah. right? Areas where you'd never consider rain screen. Is now becoming a thing like a mandatory, you know, whether it's strapping or a built-in rain screen, um, it's a must. So yeah, okay, okay. So you got my ears. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So um, we moved here, uh, moved to Vancouver, and that's uh, I'm going to say when you know when things started percolating, let's say. Uh, and uh, we we had there was a few iterations of what I'll what I'll refer to as version one. Um, We'll talk about it, you know, a, a lot. I'm sure as we as we progress on, but uh, uh, version one, you know, fantastic system. It was uh, it really filled the void and the need for what the market was looking for, and uh, it was it was something that we were able to price point ourselves um, way lower than a typical ACM route and return panel. Uh, a little higher than something like a fiber cement. For sure, we were the um, happy medium. We yeah. were the happy medium, we were the middle product, and uh, it was basically something, and very often how we saw it, and I don't think it's much different, uh, I'm not uh, involved in the sales today, but you know, when we look at, and as you said, longevity and value, uh, it's a product, uh, it's a product you can, I would say you put it on the wall, and for the life of the product, you'll never refinish That's it. That's right. So, um, if you compare it to any other natural wood, or other any other thing you have to paint, you might get three, four years out of it tops, you're refinishing it, you're recoding it. Sure. Um, you're also having things as far as like aesthetics. I like things that are, have a super clean aesthetic. It's no fasteners, no anything like that. So with the system, you know, with the system we developed, it was not only it was clean, it was light, it was it was a it was a functional uh, rain screen system that was you know it had that long life. It had yeah. everything, and uh, it was you know that was essentially I'm, I'm going to say how we uh, how we tiptoed or how we stuck our stuck our foot in the door in the market. Right. So I want to I want to add a little something here. Yeah, please um, do, Adele. Please you know? do. Please do. <laughs> so what else Murray, do you got? What do you got? What do you got? Oh Murray. my gosh, this thing. Okay, so. <laughs> Okay, so he's so breaking when, out something that is. Uh, oh, he's not going to break up the last. No, no, no. He's so when Murray when the Murray sits, sits there and talks about a mid range product, and we love. You know, this we're thing. not we're not the you know we're not the fiber cement, but we're also you know not the right route and return pricing. It has nothing to do with the quality of the panel. No. I can't stress this enough. And Watch Murray will get into a more. It's okay. A little bit of blood on camera is good. <laughs> <laughs> so so what I'm talking about is two O2O skins of aluminum sandwiching a composite core, whether it's fire rated or polyethylene. We'll get into that later. We did not sacrifice anything when it comes to quality, right? We're yeah. the same industry standard 25-year finish against south-facing elevations, rain, all the 20 elements in out the there. US, 20 in the U.S. 20 in the U.S. Exactly. So... Same panel, just a different way of installing it, yeah. right? A way to open it up to the market is what kind of Murray was, was getting at. Yeah, we were able to patent the way that an ACM product gets put on and off the wall, on, on the wall um, by using the clip system and our back end system and holding it away from the wall to create a rain screen 
that is that is uh, that is the way we've uh, we've encompassed the patent. So, yeah, um, absolutely. So so uh, you know as we got as we got going and uh, you know I guess our choice um, and thus uh, that's what our name is AL thirteen. Uh, we, we get asked about that all the time. Uh, AL thirteen. If we look at the imperial table uh, empirical table of elements, AL is aluminum, thirteen is its atomic weight. Everything we do with uh, deal with is aluminum. So aluminum composite panel all our extrusions all our components are aluminum uh, we are uh, made from uh, we are hundred percent recyclable as far as that product is concerned which is very you know very environmentally friendly but as far as the panel itself why we you know why we are led to ACM uh, as, as Adel mentioned you know it, it lasts a long time it's really light it's about a pound a square foot compared to you know Two, three, four pounds a square foot with other uh, cladding systems that I can think of. Uh, so it's really light. It has a lot of design flexibility. It can do curves. It can do bends. It can do all this, Absolutely. you know, all this other stuff that uh, you know you couldn't do with, let's say, a let's say a fiber cement. Yeah. When we're cutting, when we're cutting the panel, we don't have uh, you know any carcinogens that uh, get <laughs> we in talked the about air. That last touch, points, touch points. Touch points. Touch points. Touch points. Yeah. Touch points. <laughs> Campaign. You know, That's yeah, it. ACM versus but, fiber cement. Uh, but uh, talk about that. Uh, one of the great parts is it's not porous, so you could stick this, not like I would, but you could stick this in water, I could leave it there for five years, it would never swell up, it would never absorb any water, both this and our fire, uh, fire rated core, um, it's not porous, so it doesn't absorb any water, it won't cause any of the adhesives to delaminate, it's a pretty, uh, uh, it's a pretty great material, and, and as far as uh, a, a substrate, not a substrate, a, a pretty good uh, structure to work with, um, so major advantage again, ACM. We're dealing with, like you said, the two skins, aluminum, sandwiching the core. Uh, when we start getting basically the sandwich construction is what we'll refer to as a composite. Uh, so composite, we know what aluminum is. Our product is called ACM, aluminum composite material, right? Yeah, but so, let's let's dummy it down a little more though. Dummy it down, okay? Yeah. So so um, when he says composite, why, right? Why do you take? Aluminum, yep. and you put something in between it, you sandwich it, and you, make, you call it ACM. What's the point? The point of it is it's rigid, right? So whenever you guys are out there calling me saying, hey, Adele, um, I see, you know, oil canning or hammered look and effects, that's, that, the difference is you're taking this top or, or, or sheet metal, mm -hmm. you're installing it to make it look like it's a premium product, but it's not because you don't have a composite core to give it that rigidity. It's, and it's, it's also the expansion contraction rates. Yeah, the, of the, the of rate, the, so, so yeah. Just, just an example, like I was mentioning weights and things like that. Uh, with a composite, we're about a pound a square foot. If this was solid aluminum, that would be, you know, it could be three, three, four pounds a square foot. How are you gonna, this is the approximate thickness, nominal let's call it, uh, is about an eighth inch thick. How are you going to cut through an eighth of an inch aluminum sheet? Yeah. You know, on, yeah. on you gonna, site. How are you going to pay for it? How are you going to pay for it? That's the question. How are you going to pay for it? So, what this does, and the, the advantage of composite structures, is it basically gives all the positive characteristics um, yep. that you're looking for uh, on a metal, as far as the flatness, um, as far as, as as far as all of that. But with a composite structure, you're also you're losing weight and you're gaining rigidity. Yeah. Got so you. That's a good a, way to put it. it. Losing a, weight, gaining rigidity. Okay, <laughs> I got you. How's your losing weight going? Back? It's not bad, but I'm, and I'm not gaining any rigidity either, bro. <laughs> Getting flappier by the day. <laughs> 
Okay, so you know what? I want these guys they to, to quickly know. change that subject. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> moving on, moving on. On to the next. Wrap it up. Wrap it up. Okay, so so uh, Murray Murray talked a lot about rain screen, right? Yes. Um, get a lot of calls till this day. You know, hey, uh, I need it on pressure treated strapping. What? Why? Yeah, we need it to be rain screen. So the, our our duties, our job was to go out there and explain yeah. what a rain screen system really is. What does it entail? And how far off the wall do you gotta be? What's the air gap? What's you know, like, do you... S Go ahead, Mary. Explain the theory, okay, Mary. Okay, so, so basically, uh, the, the theory of... Uh, the theory or in building... Let's say in building sciences, uh, why we've chosen both systems to be a rain screen is this. And, and also due to the leaky condos, all that stuff, some technology had to change some building sciences. Uh, so, firstly, what a rain screen is, uh, is it elevates or it lifts the actual cladding or siding off the wall. It has to be a minimum of three-eighths or ten mil yep. uh, off the surface of the wall and there's a second criteria. The second criteria is that at any horizontal cutaway there can only be 20% material attached to the wall to an 80% open gap. So you have to have that 20-80 ratio. Okay, we know why, but you explain to our viewers why you need that 20-80. 20-80 right. uh, ratio, I don't know exactly why they have 20-80 and not 50-50, yeah. despite the fact that, you know... It's probably why, they want more air, they just air want, to dry, they right? They want yeah. more air yeah. to flow. Uh, but the idea is that, uh, and with AL-13, everything, we're, we're considered a pressure-equalized rain screen. I'll talk about pressure-equalized a little bit later. Don't need to go there. Yeah. Uh, but the rain screen portion, it means that any moisture that can actually get behind uh, behind the system, it always has a path uh, to escape behind the system. So traditionally, what they did with siding is they'd put the weather barrier on. You'd see it like with the asphalt paper, Tyvek, whatever, and they'd mash the siding right to it. So right. you'd have driving wind and rain coming in, and that moisture would get sandwiched between the weather barrier and the siding, and sometimes it'd even get behind the weather barrier if it wasn't done, and it would just sit there, and it would rot, and, and collect it would water. rot, and collect, and uh, rot, mold. and, and it swell. would mold and swell. And so what they basically determined, you know, building scientists, that's who they are, uh, they determined if you have that air gap, moisture that gets behind, it doesn't get pressed and stuck to the building. It actually has a drainage plane where it can flow out the bottom of the system, and that air gap also promotes evaporation. That's right. So you have not only drainage, you have evaporation, so moisture that can get behind, we're not really worried about it. Right, because which was, just to add to that, mm -hmm. which no, can't be, if I'm wrong, tell me can't be more than 5%. So we're not just saying like, let's put a waterfall that's, behind the system and call it a rain screen. When they do the test. Yeah, yeah so that's, no, that's that's a really, that's a solid point. So when we say, there, there's there's a variation when we say rain screen. So uh, there, there can be rain screen systems that are, uh, let's call them open joint rain screens. I can think of a couple uh, phenolic panel products uh, that do that, where it's simply the panel uh, mounted to some sort of blacked out weather barrier literal face fastened, uh, spaced a little off the wall. It has zero weatherproofing whatsoever. It is 100% reliant on the weather barrier. Wow, it's got just, you. It's just a uh, lipstick. Yeah, lipstick. Yeah. lipstick. yeah, 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 I got so you. So with, with the AL-13 system, it's 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 performance lipstick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, not right. only not only do we make it look better, but it's the, it's the actually how we manage the moisture, how we expel the moisture out of the system. 
um, is, is you know, quite intelligent. I'm going to talk about that uh, a little bit later, but uh, I did want to did want to say this was a, this this little mock-up. Uh, something I do want to touch on as we go yeah. through here is is a little bit of the evolution. Yes. Uh, a yeah. little bit of the evolution of the product. So what we have here is the version one of the product. Um, we're still selling it today. It's a great seller. It it has its uh, it has its very um, you know key uses and things which it's excellent at. It's excellent at curves and radiuses and and, and uh, a lot of other a uh, lot a lot of other things. Um, but we have decided uh, for various reasons that we were going to evolve the system into what it became uh, today, uh, and that's the version two of the system. So in no way is version one obsolete. Right. It's not whatever. We it's just, like having an S class and an AMG. Yeah. That's right. right. That's yeah. exactly what it is. We got the S class. We got the AMG kit coming up. Yeah. The AMG. That's it. That's it. So okay. that's a that's coming in. Absolutely. This is this is still function. It's to building code. It works works like a dream. If at all possible, the one thing that when we tried to make in the first iteration of the system, I, I, I never like to say idiot proof because if you make something idiot proof and someone screws up, what does it say about? <laughs> but, so. but but I mean, <laughs> if I could if I could interrupt, remember back to this company started with installers. Yes. So we always have the installers in mind, plus the architects, plus the GCs and everybody. Absolutely. So and and I think you can carry on from that you, point. Yeah. No, that's that's great. And, and something one of the one of the things um, one of the things between the version one and the version two of the system, uh, I'm going to say the major evolution is the time of install, um, and that is basically and strictly done to the amount of fasteners that we have to attach. Got you. So the major change is just an installation thing. It's not necessary. There's some there's some other advantages we're going to talk about, but in the in the former former system we used to have to. Uh, we still do. Uh, we we would install the the frame uh, all the way around, and then panel spacers. Those were they are spaced vertically every yeah. 16 inches, and we'd have to actually attach the panel spacers uh, to the substrate. So, for lack of better comparison, um, we've eliminated the pa the uh, panel spacers in version two. So, also eliminating probably two thirds of the screws, which is a major time saver, and we actually added for lack of better words, the panel spacer to the extrusions themselves. So now they are completely perimeter secured and there's no uh, nothing nothing attached Love to it. the intermediate. Love it. I wish I had a ba -ba -ba -ba. Ba -ba -ba -ba. breakthrough moment. I want one of those easy buttons. Yeah. Yeah. Easy. That was easy. Yeah, that was easy. That I like one of those. We should get an AL13 easy button. We should, we should. Team 13. Easy. So easy. No, no, sorry, just to interrupt you. When when we say version one, version two, um, the panels are interchangeable, right? Correct. Oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah, Three mil panel, yeah. four mil panel, fire rated, polyethylene. So as, as we got I, you. That's as the I, evolution. As I that's right. That's that's the evolution of the product. So I think the product, uh, the the brand. Let's call it the brand strength is is the fact that we developed a product, and uh, for me going to site, you know, ah, good lord, like 180 days on the road per year for five years going to site. People would have, and the smartest people in the world, I swear, are the, the, the trades and the people that have all the experience. And so many times, I would go to site and be installing this, they're like, that's good. But, but you know what would make it great is if you could, you know, take this and, you know, change, change, tweak this, or if this was like this, and I just, you know, half the times they were horrible ideas, and I'm like, yeah. all right, buddy! I'll take it up the ladder. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> No, 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 we, we, 
Really, That's half right. the time they were amazing. I was just like, yeah. So, so again with the evolution when we were when we were starting, you know, with the version one. I remember one of the first things is uh, is we used to have different uh, end frames. We used to have a vertical running end frame and a horizontal running end. I frame. wasn't even around for that. Not even around, and the horizontal would tuck into the vertical uh, completely. So it would completely take that in and. And when we were doing it, one one thing that would, you know, and and Insoller said, he was like, why don't you just like have the same size in one of the, why the issue was brought up because sometimes, and I don't know how you can screw up horizontal and vertical, but you can. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Apparently you can. Apparently you can. And so they ordered too many horizontals and not enough uh, verticals or vice versa. And so instead, I, you know, one of the one of my first suggestions was like, why don't you have the same size J so uh, end frame or profile, so and then just you know interlock or tuck them between, and we we basically eliminate a part. Yeah, because if you've ordered extra verticals, <coughs> not enough horizontals, don't matter now. Yeah. Whereas before, you know, you, what are you going to do? Toss them out. So we've actually eliminated a lot of waste. Yeah. A lot of chances to screw up the system. Yeah. A lot, right? of, a lot of chances to screw that up. So. Um, like I said, version one, it's it's a strong system. We're not we're not uh, it's 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 not like an iPhone. Uh, it's not like an iPhone where you know the uh, let's say the five was great and the six was incredible. Uh, they're both incredible, but they they just have different features. So we are like the iPhone in well, general, where we took ACM and made it better. Yeah, yeah. yeah. absolutely, <laughs> yeah. absolutely. In so, our eyes, so the, um, the the change or the the variation um, will will come and. So we'll talk about them two but side by before you side go, by side. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before you go into the V2, um, I want to lead you into it if you don't mind. Lead me. All right. So lead, so, me. lead me, master. Yeah. So <laughs> this guy, this fucking guy. Um, so so this is what uh, this is this is how this I look. Guy. This flipping guy. You know what I'm saying. It's all natural, boys. So so here's four 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 and a half years ago now. I'd say when I started with the company, there was a very specific. Directive that came from this bald guy next to me, Keith. Don't call me bald, bald. Well, I'm bald, bald. I know, bald guy. <laughs> you gotta grow your beard, bro. <laughs> I can't. Um, so, so what I want to let you guys know is, you know, V1 and V2 are both amazing systems, okay? Yeah. But we had a company directive from day one, which was, we're not going to be everything to everybody today, okay? So get that out of your head. Um, we started with the custom homes. We started with the multifamily wood frame construction. And once we took on each category and we mastered it, mastered it, like you see behind us here, the version two system was absolutely necessary, not just for the installers to make it an, you know, an easier install, but drum roll, please. We got the S134. There we go. Boom. That's right. Boom. So right. That's, that's a that's a great point, and, and we'll get I, into another episode of all our testing and in, in we'll, depth. We'll, yeah, we'll, we'll touch on it a yeah, little bit. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about we'll talk about testing. Ah, me too. Um, so one of the one of the biggest um, I'm going to say the moves uh, to to uh, the version two. Um, there's a couple things. Firstly, was moving from a three mil to a four mil panel. Yeah. Now, as you know, version two we can still use both three mil or four mil. Doesn't matter either or. But the four mil panel was the only current tested panel that could pass the one three four, which is an assem- a fire rated test for an assembly system. A wall, yeah, it's, it's, a wall, it's a wall assembly. A wall test. assembly. So currently right. there a was non combustible wall was, assembly. There was no three mil that had ever passed it. 
and the, the, the purpose of an S134 um, is for buildings uh, five stories and above. Or non-combustible, yeah. So it is a test of a combustible material on non-combustible construction. Correct. All right, and our three mils, our v version one system was designed only for a three mil panel. So that, yeah. so that then it's like, okay, we gotta get to a four mil panel. Correct. So we wanted we wanted to get a little bit of flex in the new system. So as we were as we were um, like as we were determining, you know, certain design aspects on the new system, um, version two basically came hand in hand at the identical time we really saw a need for a product that we now call V Line. Hundred percent. That's even a drum roll on its own, okay? <laughs> the fact that you this can use... This is our new booth, by the way, and you can see we have V-Line panel. It's a, it's a great it's a great thing. That's so, right. This and, is V-Line behind us. That's right. And all, to you, all you architects out there, we took, you, we took your information, we took it, I want to swear, but I won't, seriously. Yes. That reveal line every, every week, at least once a week yeah, for me. Too shallow. Too shallow, too yeah. shallow, too shallow. And then Wendy's told me they want a flat. They want a flat cap. They a, so they, we, yeah, we, so we 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 toyed with the idea of flat cap. Nah, I don't know. So I don't yeah, know. So we basically and we came with we a flat cap just for you, we Wendy. We basically listened. Like I said, FYI. we listened to what <laughs> our feedback was, and we came uh, we came out with a the version two and V line of the system. So Snap. as Keith as Keith mentioned, uh, we have the option of the flat cap. We have the option of a reveal cap, and if you compare the two side by side, it looks really similar. But uh, it, it looks really similar, but you can definitely tell that the shadow line or the depth, uh, we only added about a quarter inch, a little three sixteenths yeah. of an inch. But it changed the game. And it yeah. changed the game. It really threw that dark, uh, that shadow line, that panel definition. And what's really neat, and we can, we can talk about that a little, what's really neat with the system um, is, is, is we are the only system in the world. Uh, that is a 100% hybrid system. This so is my was, favorite part. This was, yeah, we do this all the time. I know it's a little tough. A little tough. You gotta make this one a little shorter. Sure. <laughs> oh yeah, we can do that. Oh gosh. Slide that out. There we go. Oh, we got a medic on site. Oh, there we go. There we go. Oh, we got it. We're good. Woo! That was hard. So what I mean by uh, what I mean by a hybrid system is that within a single field, we can either contain uh, the V-line plank or we contain the ACM panel. Uh, and the parts are completely interchangeable. Uh, what I mean by completely interchangeable Go ahead. is that you can use the reveal, uh, the reveal um, uh, trim, uh, or a reveal extrusion uh, on the V-line system. Okay, same same back plate. You can also use the uh, the flat cap trim on the ACM. System. Obviously, you'd want to paint them the same color, and that's okay. We well, can do that. We're just well, show. Well, well yeah. Well, well, well. If you if you so, want to get creative, he's going to talk about. So, talk about the creative. But I just don't don't think don't think that these come in this. They get painted they can, all together. They can. They can. Well, so they want can, them. If you want them, most we're very versatile. Yeah. Most, it's most your world. We're yeah. just the nut trying to... I don't know why I keep, like, I keep looking at the at the microphone. Yeah, yeah. It's not looking it's at the camera. Yeah. Sorry, I'm yeah. looking at this thing. Are you guys... Are, 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 you, are they sleeping? Are they awake? No, no, no. no he's here. Are you guys awake? Yeah. Hey, our producer is hey. just getting a drink right now. It's okay. <laughs> he's we're, on, we're on. Lucy. Lucy. Yeah. Lucy's parched. But yeah, so basically it's hybrid in that every single component can be switched from one system to the other. So Keith was saying, typically, the panel, 
matches the uh, the trim or the frame components. Yeah. But they don't have to. So nope. very often, I mean, I think this looks okay. Like yeah. You can use a you yeah. can use a dark gray or a silver with your wood trim. Uh, you can use. What about say, that? Do you think that's okay? I don't like that as much. <laughs> but 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 let me let me get a little deeper. So deeper. Um. So now imagine. Imagine. Let's take that off. Imagine you have a wall that you want some wood grain on and then you want to transition into panel. Yes. Right? Most of the time let's you talk about it. Sort let's talk about it horizontal. Oh, sorry. That's okay. If we do it this way, now right? the system all works together. Yeah, so you take this flat cap two-piece assembly. Lock, get out of here, bro. We're trying to be professionals. And you lock them you lock them into place here. Now you can transition planks to panels, panels to planks because without it, having to do anything yeah. different. Because as you know, um, in the industry, if you move from one product to another, you have to put a flashing detail in between here yeah. for water. Well, that's the beauty of these two systems. Now they marry each other, no flashing details, Bob's your uncle or whoever's yeah. your yeah. uncle. Yeah, and then let's do one more thing. So, oh. Keith, lift that up there, please. Lift with this one? Yeah. Okay. So, we, we were talking about panel. Yeah. So, we were talking about having panel spacers. Murray was talking about having these guys. To, keep, to have a rain screen to keep the panel off the wall. What Murray was saying earlier, just to touch base, was these fiberglass clips right here get stuck onto the extrusions around the perimeter so when the panel sits flush into the slot right here, that's the that's what keeps the panel off the wall. So what that, that means to you guys, real quick, sorry. Installers. Keith, installers, yeah, absolutely, is um, you don't have to put, you don't have to find fastening points 16 inch on center anymore. You find a fastening point around the perimeter of the panel. Which you did it. before anyways. That's right. And, and now you've eliminated so many screws, so much pain. Absolutely. Yeah, 100 percent Absolutely. Yeah. So so another another you know, we mentioned we Is took, that what you wanted to say? Absolutely. Yeah, we, okay, took, good. we took off the screws, we added the, the added the uh, let's call them the panel spacers with in, in with the system clips, we added those. Um, the, the profiles are much more uh, robust, let's yeah. say. They're, yes. they're thicker, uh, they're, they're a more um, in-depth profile. Um, so with that, we've increased rigidity, I'm gonna say exponentially, it's, it's, a, it's a big difference in the point where, and it depends what your design criteria is, but from the three mil version one system, we were at about 48 pounds, uh, Per square foot for negative uh, negative wind force pressure. Yeah. Uh, and whoa, whoa, you gotta explain what that is. Yeah, whoa, yeah, whoa, yeah, whoa, yeah. whoa, whoa. Not everybody is negative as... wind force pressure. <laughs> Damn, this guy's just dropping. What them. are you saying? Yeah, bro. I don't even know what you're talking about. Explain <laughs> this, please. <laughs> What's going on, man? Okay, okay. Okay. Let's negative wind force pressure. So, so yeah. Firstly. Now we're getting into it. That's it. All right. So. A, a lot of a lot of uh, a lot of people. We always get asked about you know wind testing, uh, wind testing things like what that. What test is that? Wind test. The wind test specifically that we are uh, North American wide is the E three thirty. So the E three thirty is a it's a uh, it's a pressure test which basically uh, it it uh, for lack of better words it creates a vacuum on the face of the panel. Do we have the panel right here? Yeah. Face of the panel and it tries to. Uh, let's say suck the panel okay. off the wall. So most people think or might assume that a panel uh, under under heavy stress wind load could get blown off the wall. Uh, not the case, it actually gets pulled off the wall. That's right. So what, When it intersects, right? When and it if intersects, I can explain, if there's wind coming from this direction, I don't know if you can see me. Um, sorry, if wind comes from this direction, let's say, let's look at a wall here. So if wind's coming from this direction on the wall, 
Uh, let's try that. Hold on, let me go back okay, to here. Go back. Okay, pause Whoa. it. Let's, uh, let's turn it, keep going a little bit more and we'll show it. Okay, stop it there. So if wind's forcing against this this wall, this face wall right here, we'll call it the east wall, um, and, it, and it comes around this corner, it acts actually at, it do, does not uh, create negative pressure on this side of the wall, which exactly. is a pole. So negative pressure. It's pretty interesting negative, science. Negative, yeah. negative, negative pressure in the best way to consider it, or the only thing that most people can understand or relate it to is an airplane. Okay. Okay. So uh, an airplane, they have a flat bottom of the uh, flat bottom of the wing, and the, the top of the wing is is curved. So what actually produces lift or negative suction is is air is moving at a constant rate over the wing. Okay. Yeah. Except from point A to point B on the bottom of the wing, it's only the distance of the wing. Okay. Okay. But when it has to go over that curve, it's actually a longer distance. So the velocity of the air Ooh. has to travel Damn. at a faster We're using rate. Big words. Yeah. Okay. The velocity. Big words. Big words. Has to travel at that speed. So the velocity <laughs> that 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 it causes, it's it's a higher. So we call yeah. that just pressure. So the pressure is higher on the top than the which bottom. Pulls it up. So which pulls and gives which gives, gives a wing a lift. lift. Gotcha. So the same thing when a building's when it's coming ripping around the. Uh, around or just even on a side angle coming across this way it's actually creating a vacuum and it's trying to pull the panels off the wall so that's where that test comes about so that's where the e330 comes for so we comparing the systems uh, very typically 20 pounds per square foot for any typical cladding that's all you need version one was about 48 pounds per square foot so we over doubled you know typical yeah. building code that's great what do we get on version two Marie? version two we had 80 pounds per oh square foot. snap and we also wow. have the ability to ad adhere a, uh, an I-beam to the back of the panel, not attached to the substrate, and it will provide an extra 20 pounds per square foot, so up to 100 pounds, which is like give or take 202 miles an hour wow. uh, wind speed. So negative wind pressure, there's always a wind speed that's associated with it. Um, so if you're looking, yeah, you can you can find that table on the internet. But uh, 100 mile, 100 pounds per square foot is, I believe, about 202 mile an hour wind speed, which exceeds any height restriction in North America, including Miami Dade Hurricane Hurricane Alley. They're looking for about 165, 65 miles an hour. That's crazy. I just got a message from from someone that's watching. Yeah. And uh, huh? So they're asking, and I get this question a lot. Um, so we're sitting here pulling and pushing and getting things in and out, in and out, right? Easily. Yep. Architects ask me all the time. You know, clients ask me all the time. Guys, you can't slide this shit on and off. Like this is just for demonstration purposes. Mm -hmm. Keith, can you go and pull on that thing for me? No, you can't. You can't. <laughs> I'll break my fingers you, and nail. My nails will pop so, off. So, yeah. So, so Lucian, you really want me to try this? Yeah. On camera? Yeah. We got a medic in the house? I'm gonna, I'm gonna strain myself. <laughs> I, I did a conditioning workout last night, so I don't think I can even try. But <laughs> yeah, no, it's, so, like, it's not going anywhere. The, the, point, the point, this reminds me of It's you designed remember, not to come off. That's the, right. Thanks, the, Lucian. Napoleon Sorry about that. Dynamite when he had his, uh, his, his Tupperware bowls. And he just wants like, me to strain. Look how strong it is. He's like, try to, try to rip it. And the guy's like, <laughs> yeah. like, see, you can't. See, you can't. So, uh, a little, a little, little more than Keith's strength is 
through all our wind testing, through all uh, every everything that's been done, this is 80 pounds, you know, 80 pounds per square foot, and that's based on a four by eight foot or a 32 square foot panel. Only perimeters secured. Um, the fasteners were always what pulled out of the wall yeah. before the engagement between the top and the bottom plate would di would disengage the sink. We're only, not I shouldn't say only, we are limited to way past any building code, yeah. uh, just to the number of fasteners we put in, you know. Yeah. Uh, so that's that's our true, you know, our, our true spot. So at, at our current at our current frame or, or fastening, um, we put we put um, fasteners every uh, 24 inches around the perimeter. That's what got us that 80 pounds per square foot. Uh, there's a possibility it would might ha it would have to get engineered. Not might have to get engineered, but uh, it would have to get engineered. If we threw in you know screw spacing at six inches and extra I beams, we would probably I don't know 120 140 pounds. Per Square foot at all, which is all way past. Way. I mean, we're right now way past <laughs> Hurricane Valley. Yeah. yeah. So, Barry, how do you lock these in? Let's talk about yeah, the yeah, evolution. yeah, yeah. Like, let's talk about the evolution of those things. Yeah, 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 Are we yeah, done yeah. with this? this thing, yeah, Are we good away. with this? Yeah. Let's yeah. put that away. It's clingy. Yeah. So, and it's so so beautiful. So this is this is a little bit of like uh, a little bit of the. Uh, uh, these are called sleds. So uh, a sled is uh, an acronym. You know, it's for a snap lock engagement device. I didn't know that. You didn't? No. No, I didn't know that either. I thought it was just a sled. Well, it I thought, you know, no, I think it's that. I think kinda, it's laptop type. Oh, laptop type. Yeah. Kind of Sorry, uh, Lucy, we lost a screen. Kind of uh kind of kind of slides in, in 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 the track, but essentially when we started off, we only had the reveal profile. Uh, so we wanted a device that could actually uh, you know, impact that top cap, put it in place before uh, so here's the here's the top cap. The sled would actually get put in the reveal. That gets hammered in place. Yeah. Um, before this, it was basically this is like, yeah. It's that's a this that's, one's that's this weighty. one's got steel in it. That's weighty. Um, <laughs> we, were, we, were, we were simply just impacting this with a sand hammer or rubber mallet. Um, and the truth be told, it worked okay. But as soon as you have a miss hit and it wasn't directly flat on the face, or maybe it was on a slight angle. Uh, even though it's 6063 T5 aluminum, super durable structural aluminum, uh, you, if you whacked it with a hammer, it would dent. It would For damage. Sure. Can so, you? Can you? Uh, you just mentioned. Uh, you just gave a little bit of information. 6063 T5. Can you explain that a bit? Because a lot yeah, of people Cole's don't notes. understand what is it? that. Yeah, exactly. Um, you're, you, you've, you've studied this in, sure, in university. Sure, sure, sure. Um, so basically, aluminum. Um, aluminum. Let's let's break down the first the first section of the number. Let's break down the 6063. Yeah. Okay. Um, so uh, aluminum comes in eight different series. Let's call it okay. Okay. Uh, so the first series, we just call it 1000 series. That's pure aluminum. That is raw, pure aluminum. There's nothing added, no whatever. Uh, then you go up to 2,000, 3,000, 4,000. You keep on going. So with each of these series, they're adding a new, uh, very similar to steel, where they'll add carbon to steel to make it, you know, more carbon. It's the more rigid. Stronger. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, 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 yeah. The more rigid of steel, they do the same thing with aluminum. So as you go up. Um, uh, the 2000 series is, is a magnesium, uh, 3000, I don't know if I'm going to remember this all, it's magnesium silicone, then they add manganese, then they add all these different elements, which actually gets you up to the 6063. So if you look at that scale from the 1000 series to the 8000, quite simple, one is the one is the most pure, uh, pure but the most fragile. Uh, no, not a fragile, flexible. Yeah, fair enough. Malleable. Okay. Yeah. Malleable. Yeah. And then when you add these different components, it basically increases the rigidity of the system. So most, if you look at, let's say, 
aluminum mountain bikes, anything anything that has a structural aluminum something, it's always it's always a, a six thousand series gotcha. aluminum. So if you go up to eight thousand, you get more brittle, right? You do get more brittle, but it's it's stronger. So the you will not if you get up to like an eight thousand. It doesn't bend; it just snaps. You're right. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah, yeah. so, so the six. But what, what would they use the eight thousand for? You know, like uh, aerospace. No? Uh, aer yeah, definitely, yeah. definitely in uh, in aerospace, and it's it's always w wherever they're trying to get similar uh, strength to uh, weight ratio of steel, but they oh, can't yeah. afford to use that weight. Yeah, mm. good call. Right. So I got you. So, so why did we use sixty sixty three? What was what was the reason six, for that? Sixty sixty three is just the. Uh, it, it's basically just a. There, there's also sixty sixty one. Um, a typical structural extrusion is is sixty sixty three. So it's got some flex, but it's got a lot of structural. It's compounds. more. Yeah, yeah, it's more rigid than it is flexible, but there is some flex. Right. Uh, and what so, we do on a wall is is industry standard sixty sixty three. Yeah, correct. So uh, also when you get a little higher up, it, it, the more rigid it is, I. I, I do find it's a little easier to like. I, we don't do this, but another property is easier to weld. Uh, thing, you know things like that. So if you ever look again, like sixty seconds, you'll see an aluminum bike. You'll see the yeah, big welding yeah. all the way around. It's able to do that. Yeah. Because if you just had like a one thousand series, it would just you 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 touch it and just <laughs> yeah, you hit a bump in the yeah, bike. Just, yeah, have you ever not, if you ever welded aluminum, it's very like soft. Like it's, it'll just like it'll, it's, it's, a hole. Okay, it'll just produce away. a blow blow a hole through it. Wow. Yeah, so, oh yeah yeah So yeah. 60, 60, 63 is is the aluminum. Then T five, the last one is is considered the temper. Uh, so the temper of aluminum, uh, it, it does vary. There's there's T two, three, four, five. Uh, again, I don't. You have to be not a metal, Tylenol. Yeah, yeah. You have to you have to be a metaller just to, to actually like you know to, for this information to benefit your life. But, it's but basic, what does temper mean? So temper once they once they extrude, okay. uh, once they extrude, <laughs> you can ask that. once they extrude a profile, it, it's uh, you know they're extruding molten aluminum uh, through a shape. That's what an extrusion is called. Okay. And then it comes out. It comes out the other side. So when they it comes out the other side, they actually will heat it and they stretch it. So the temper, uh, the temper is actually the um, how do I say it? How the how the, uh, how the ions like literally down to the atoms, how they align and how they bond. Amazing. So wow. So it, it's it basically is if you have hot aluminum, let's say. And you were to instantly it went from molten hot, and you're to quench that in water. I, I forgot all the tempers, but that's a certain. That might be like a T two or a T three. Oh, you ever watch okay. Forged in Fire? Yeah, yeah. that's yeah, the yeah, they yeah. do that. They yeah. put it in hot oil. Yeah, yeah so what? they'll do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so then they also have tempers. They also have tempers. Will they actually will they like in, you know they'll stretch the aluminum, and then instead of having that instant cold. They'll they'll do a slow like they'll do a controlled 24 hour. They'll bring that thing down slowly to room temperature, and uh, so ba basically each way you temper it, whether it's fast, whether it's slow, it, it changes the formation of the ions of the actual aluminum That's itself, yeah, and, cool. it, and, wow. it, and it can actually produce different characteristics. So I you could you could have a 6063 T5 and a 6063 uh, T3, and they could perform. Completely differently, just on how they were tempered, how oh they were God. quenched, all that. Stuff. I can I can That's say cool. this I can say this live. I had no damn idea <laughs> what that meant. Cool? That's amazing. We're in That's a cool actually industry. your wealth of knowledge. Yeah. Gonna, you know what? I want you guys to chime in at the end of the episode. Do you want to see Murray for part two so we can get yeah, some yeah, more yeah. details? I think we do. Yeah, I do. I do. <laughs> Raise your hands. I, I, I want. Raise I want to do. I want to do it like a like a full on because Murray's done a lot of our testing. Yeah, and, he's the go-to. Yeah, for he, he's done all the e e three thirties. 
uh, ASTM, uh, yeah, all this stuff, man. Yeah, like, like, the, like our fire tests, all of it. Like he's done it all, and yeah, and I and think he's got pictures and videos, and you, we're gonna do this another time because mm. it's just too much to talk about. But of course, but let's I talk think, about these sleds. Yeah, yeah so let's so let's go sleds, back. It's, let's it's, let's show the evolution. It's a, it's a little bit. It's a little bit of fun. Yeah, yeah, so these are fun. It's a little this bit of fun, fun because. It's a sled. So when AL thirteen <laughs> when AL thirteen started and, and uh, uh, I wish I truly wish we would I have think saved it goes like this. I wish we would have saved ev- every uh, this was the first by far. Yeah. Oh this so was the first? Oh, yeah. One, oh two, wow. Three, four, we actually C and C'd it. Four, okay. da, da. But da, just da, just to talk da, about and da, da, the evolution it. of AL thirteen, there is never there is never a point where a, we're a uh, you know, like I said, almost an eight year old company. Um, there's never been a point where we've ever had a design and we're like, yeah, that works. That's good enough. We we, we stop at this is awesome. That's no. right. Uh, Just like this episode, every week it's gonna get better. It's gonna get better. <laughs> we That's gotta, right. we gotta, sh- we got an actual booth now. Lucy, can we add hashtag awesome? Yeah, a hashtag. We can do awesome. it. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I got one of these guys. I got me one of yeah, these. Yeah, yeah. All right, I'm gonna hold you to it, buddy. Yeah. What's the? Uh, I, I watch the Joe Rogan podcast. Yeah. He has that guy in the back that always looks up information and puts it on <laughs> yeah. the screen. You ever see that yeah. messed up video? Yeah. Put it yeah. <laughs> Lu- Lucy's like our. Uh, he's our back guy. He's behind the scenes there. You might have seen him pop in there. He's our producer screenwriter he does all the stuff for it he is the wizard he's the wizard he's He's our marketing wizard lucy we never forget about you we'll never forget and you'll always be mentioned that's right every time uh, that's right every show i guess this just i guess this just speaks about i'm going to say the design process yes um and and everything that you see here is is also represented in every other part and component i just don't necessarily have that but Seven, yeah, or, okay. seven or eight years ago, we're like, ah, the mallet doesn't work. What can we do? We want something that doesn't slide, doesn't scrape. We went with an ABS block that literally we cut with a table what? saw. And we were oh, was st- that with a table? I was going to yeah. say it looked like CNC, but no, yeah, it is no, a table saw. It was a table saw it's out awesome. of our 1,000-square-foot shop. Uh, and then we're like, ah, that doesn't look professional yeah. enough yet. Well, so what is what, that? Okay, okay. So we took the same ABS block in a different color, still chopped it with the table saw, uh, but we actually took a furniture, like a, a, a micro stapler, and stapled a little leather pad to it. Looks ultra primitive. So were these sold, or did you guys, these, or, did, these, or were they, these were, these were just giveaways. for you guys? These, no, these, we, we gave them You actually drugs. manufactured a bunch of these? Yeah, these were, <laughs> these were the part that, this we, is awesome. that we put out. So, I love it. So we decided, we're like, hey, we need to... You know, we need to do something that yeah. looks a little more AL13. Then so we got creative. We, we got into some some 3D printing and injection molding, and tried to tried to wrap the uh, tried to wrap some 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 rubber around. Wait, wait, wait. So we went vegan friendly, is what you're saying? <laughs> <laughs> no more testing on it. We went for is that, right? that can't be. Leather leather hashtag. What's We're that? a vegan system. Yes, that's what I'm saying, <laughs> man. Just so you know, we went from animal testing <laughs> to uh, straight up vegan. We're always trying to be better. That's right. That's and, right. Uh, so this was a little flimsy. Obviously, it wasn't really holding on. It would, you know, it would last about th- three seconds. Easy. These are easy. These are going to go in a, like a, in a yeah. case. And we're gonna have them all like That's look it. at this is the evolution of ALT. We went to a, a rubber injected with the uh, with the uh, a steel core. I don't know like the, I, you know, like seriously. See if, if, if if we could only show you how heavy it is on camera, it's like About must a, be like five pounds. Yeah, at least, eh? a, at least a five pound. Yeah. You wouldn't wanna you wouldn't wanna put it. Damn your, those five pounders! Your tool belt. <laughs> That's how heavy it is, guys. <laughs> oh, wow, look That's, at you. That's how heavy it is. And then here's like, a new one. <laughs> right? like this, just so you guys know, a little bit of a visual for you. Wow. ASTM standard is the yeah. squished water yeah, bottle yeah. test. 
right? It's only, only like $100,000, and then you can be like, <laughs> no. Nope. That's, yeah, the, that's one. the one. You that's pass. One. You pass. I was uh, just waiting for those guys to miss, and this table just shattered. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> the I, was, I was just like standing back here. <laughs> so then we, we, we kind of are one of our more modern design. We moved into a, a two-piece. You can kind of screw the top yeah. off. Uh, more for version one, a little bit of a smaller reveal, and now our current current day uh, current day option. Oh, oh, let's get is this in the, order. Uh, for the flat caps, we do have a, a flat sled. What does sled stand for? Something <laughs> or other. I don't remember either. Uh, Say that again. Locking engagement. Snap, Spell the word out. S. Snap. What's S? Engagement. Snap. Lock. Spell the word. Oh, snap, oh, lock, oh, snap lock, lock. Engagement device. Device. Woo! It's over. Yeah. 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 I quit. Hey. I retire. I'm and we dropped the mic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. Uh, so, so yeah, it just it just it just kind of shows. Um, like I said, we, we, we're not we're not really we're not. Really You're not allowed to put us on the on the spot like that again. Oh, yeah, come on. We're not on camera. Yeah, make us look Jeez. bad, man. Jeez, bro. Just text me behind come the on, table, bro. man. He's be like, yeah. are you ready for this? I love it. I love it. Anyway, so, so these are the new these, these are the, and uh, the latest and greatest. The new and you know, if even, you're an installer, you must have these. You must even, use them because use them. Um, if you don't and you don't use the right device and this device does not. The, the key to these devices, I guess, is most important. Can you see me, Lucian, for a sec? Is there has to be a gap from the end here to the to the cap. Yeah. The, the key is to touch the inside here, not, not the reveal. Not the reveal, because if you hit this and you're touching that reveal, it's to going bend it. to bend it. Yeah. It's aluminum. Yeah. Even though it's a T5, 6063 T5, that's right. It will still uh, it will still work. Yeah. So um, so yeah, that that that's the key to these snap lock. Engagement. engagement devices. And if you can't find them, you know where to reach us. Yes. Drop us a line. Drop we'll us be a more line. than happy to save you hundreds of thousands of dollars yes. on screwing up and those damage. Because yeah, if you, you yeah, you don't want to be taking this stuff off. Like I showed you earlier, you can't pull these off. You need to cut them off, and it's a pain in the ass and a lot of money. Yeah. Murray? Yeah. Murray? Thank you so much. Yeah. Again, Wealth of product manager, <laughs> AL13. Again, another episode of Hashtag Your Projects. Thank you again. Tune in next week, and we'll uh, we're out. That's it. See you.